Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Deepa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Ashutosh. Deepa is the managing director of Lumiere Business Solutions Private Limited, which is involved in consulting, coaching, and research. Lumiere is taught as a case study at Harvard. And as she was just telling me, she's a people collector and connector. And of course, she's a leadership coach. So Deepa, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Wow. <laughs> That's interesting that you ask. Uh, for me, relationships really matters a lot. So mm-hmm. meeting Milind, my husband, uh, when I met him mm-hmm. in 1987 and then getting married to him in 89, uh, shaped a lot of what my life thereafter has been. So okay. whether it's opportunity to travel, mm-hmm. having kids, getting used to technology, uh, growing as a person, most importantly. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, that's been a big milestone. Okay. <laughs> uh, the related one uh, is you because... Uh, Both of us are very interested in in people, in coaching. Okay. And the second milestone actually came when I was 50, Mm -hmm. when Milind went and got himself certified as a Gallup Strengths Coach. Wow. And, uh, you know, because I had read on a flight from Singapore to Bombay, I read up uh, the the book on Gallup Strength Finder, mm-hmm. and I kind of said, you know, let me guess what my strengths are. So, I had guessed and assumed that I would have a lot of relationship talents, as you know, Gallup has these thirty four yeah. talents, and you know, you're mm-hmm. organized according to the way you, uh, you know, think, feel, and act is all mm-hmm. according to what they say, like a fingerprint. Okay, and I considered myself a very self-aware person and when my I did my assessment along with both of my kids in November Mm -hmm. uh, I I thought I might be something and I would have my strengths showing up in a certain way and flummoxed to find that it was completely different from what I thought it might be but after that first initial shock to go through that strengths journey to Mm -hmm. reflect to do my exercises and over the next uh, four weeks that followed to really try and understand the difference between what's my starting point and how I get outcomes in those various leadership domains was very, very eye-opening. And I could Mm -hmm. then completely, the moment I could claim it, the moment I understood, it sort of helped ease a lot of my relationships for the better. It's it's relaxed me. And I think that I really deem as a important milestone because I'm 55 and the last five years have been uh, so beautiful because one really understands oneself. I I wish I had uh, gone through this uh, coaching uh, much earlier, uh, which which hadn't happened. And uh, Ashutosh, the, uh, you know, I've, the third milestone, uh, I've always been uh, someone who is spiritually inclined. I've mm-hmm. read a lot. I love philosophy. I love reading, love mm-hmm. spirituality. I can and see in, all the books behind you. <laughs> in 2016, uh, we'd gone to Ranchi for a friend's daughter's wedding. And mm-hmm. I wanted to visit the Yogadashram, which I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went there and I inquired, I, I just felt this amazing feeling when I was on the campus. It's a beautiful campus, 
uh, and I asked if there were anything where I that there was some way I could study, uh, you know, and uh, I got an opportunity to participate and I signed up for the self-study lessons at the Yogada mm-hmm. Society uh, and the, founded by Paramahamsa Yogananda. Mm-hmm. And these uh, past four years since then has just been uh, fabulous in terms of uh, finding what I was seeking in a sense, if one right. can ever get to that place. Absolutely. But, Fabulous. So Deepa, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Lumiere uh, Business Solutions. Tell me about this venture. <laughs> okay, so I, you know, Lumiere uh, happened. Uh, I, you know, in 1996 uh, was when my son was born. Uh, he was born in 92 and uh, I took a career break in 93 from Leavers and I wanted to live in Jamaica. thought mm-hmm. I had this idyllic notion of what the Caribbean would be like and I mm-hmm. thought maybe that's where I want to take a career break and raise my son. And mm-hmm. when I went, uh, you know, when we, Milan took up a job with Pricewaterhouse, when we went to Jamaica, I discovered I wasn't really a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that time, Ashutosh, from when you discover that you want to work and you've got this young child and that kind of a, uh, a huge uh, inner tension that I went through led me to come to the inside that there must be women professionals like me who feel this way. Hmm. Women who come from backgrounds where they don't necessarily uh, need to work for the money, but need to work for the, the stimulation, the you know, the the challenge, in a sense, for what it, it means to them, it could be very self-defining. And uh, that was really the foundational insight to set up Lumiere. So when we came back to India in 96, I got an opportunity. Uh, Leavers wanted me to, you know, uh, do projects for them. Uh, they wanted me to go back, but I kind of was very clear that this is what I wanted to do. I already had my second child who was uh, just not even a year old at that time. So I started working and that's really how Lumiere, I conceptualized almost like a platform mm. uh, to provide this opportunity to be like this crucible to hold talent, to hone talent and to shape talent and you know make it available uh, in the context of research projects so putting teams together and delivering to those projects so that's really what Lumiere is okay very interesting so you know you were mentioning uh, the phrase collector and connector <laughs> tell me more about this and you know what what, what are your thoughts on that? you know I actually understood what collector and connector means uh, when when I I've always liked listening to stories I have a good memory I sort of uh, kind of gravitate to uh, soaking them up. So I tend to sort of reflect and introspect. So it could be, uh, you know, in Sydney, uh, this Arab woman who was my Egyptian lady, who was Mm -hmm. my driver and getting into a conversation with her, gathering her story or uh, someone who is a um, immigrant from China, talking to him about the big job he's held. And now at this age, post-retirement, he's driving a cab. So the collecting of stories apparently links back Ashutosh to a gallop, you know, a talent that I have called input. Input is the collector talent. Today, I have a language for it. Tells me why I collect. Okay. And the necessity of someone who collects a lot is to also want to share. Mm. So if I have collected, let's say something uh, which is very useful for me, and I know you have an interest in a certain area, I connect you with that 
information or I connect you with the person mm-hmm. as a natural fall through of, uh, you know, of completing the closing the loop. Otherwise, I would be like a sponge heavy with water and I'd be very uncomfortable. So that's mm-hmm. that process of connecting actually helps release that tension in me. Fabulous. I also have something called an activator talent, which mm-hmm. actually translates into all this thing that I'm it's in my head into an action which could be uh, writing because that's my most natural expression is to write and uh, blog or whatever today there's a word blog but yeah so that's really for me the the connecting and the the collecting and the connecting books it could be books but as much as if someone walked in here and you know I, I would be very easy to give that book to the person and forget that I've given it to them, knowing that in time it will come back. Correct. And so tell me, with all these collections that you have, do we uh, hope to see a book coming out from you? So, you know, my my son, who's a lawyer, always tells me that, you know, you don't create any IP because whatever you think of, you go and write on Facebook, you know, Mm -hmm. so you should withhold. So I'm not withholding enough, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this whole need to share Mm -hmm. the insight or the idea when it comes to me is uh, something that I haven't yet learned to shape. Inshallah, if it has to come, it will come. I'm not rushing it. I did go through a time when I was very unhappy that I hadn't written a book. Mm-hmm. But now I'm more easy and I think in time. I do want to write about my father's journey. That's something that one of the books that I definitely mm-hmm. have in mind that's that's seeded in me that hopefully will come as how the last 14 years of being a stroke survivor and how he's wow. coped with life is something I think would be very inspiring as a lesson in resilience and Fantastic. just being, you know, just being able to get on with life. Fantastic. So let's talk about your life as a coach now. Coaching has become very, very important in our country now when traditionally coaching was always done either by an elder in the family or by a a senior colleague who took a liking for you. Yeah. My question to you is that who should look for a coach and what can a coachee get out of a coach? So who should look for a coach? I think anybody who wants to be uh, pushed to achieve potential uh, needs a coach, in my mm-hmm. opinion, because whether it's our kids and their tennis or swimming lessons or mm-hmm. golf lessons, you need a coach. Uh, you need somebody who you need to go back to and say, you know, why am I stuck over here? Why? How can I improve my handicap? Or, mm-hmm. you know, so so a coach is someone who is uh, the go-to when that inner drive to push, uh, excel, go forward, uh, grow uh, comes. Mm. Someone who can, uh, you know, kind of knock at those hollow spaces Mm. uh, to kind of get you to reflect, Mm. you know, get you to think, get you to arrive at that solution or the answer and to own it, I think is very important. Mm. I think... uh, so like in the last couple of years, what I've seen is uh, we had an opportunity to be mentors to IIT Bombay, to mm. the you know to the Tata Center for uh, you know training and development (TCTD). There were about forty projects that they had funded in the social uh, entrepreneurship space, and uh, our job was to sort of mentor them. Now, mentoring and coaching are different. A mentor comes with skills. 
the coach the, the mentor tells and the coach asks and i think being able to understand there are times when one is wearing the hat of the coach where is and and one needs to be astute sometimes about not giving answers about okay. asking questions and it's that fine line and one has to be sort of treading with a lot of caution and care hmm. you said how does it uh, how does it help hmm. uh, sometimes you're so close to uh, you know your problem your project uh, yourself and who you are hmm. uh, that you have we have these blind spots and that happened to me i'll give you a, a little example 2013 uh, uh, we engaged an organization coach pankaj bhargav and mm-hmm. uh, you know i discovered ashutosh at that time that the bad habits of the organization are the founders bad habits the promoters bad habits right. because you know i have was completely blindsided you know and i started my working by myself fairly early so a lot of my knowledge and wisdom had to come through hard knocks and failures with clients uh, through reading but a lot of you know one's own scripting it's very hard to tell you know mm-hmm. why am i like this and pankaj made me look at my you know make a made me really you know he held up that mirror very bravely in a way maybe milind might not have because you know he doesn't want to jeopardize our marriage right Correct. so he, uh, and at that point in time i hadn't seen him as coach i mean mm. he was my buddy more you know he was he was my coworker but i did i hadn't seen him really in the coach mode because we weren't trained coaches at that time mm. but what ashutosh actually did for me uh and and through me then of course the organization uh, is a lesson which tells me that the sooner even as as a startup the sooner one kind of has someone who can do that put that little distance between us rather than have it so close to our Correct. nose that we can't see it Correct. and allow us to be a little more detached you know mm. and i think that's been priceless ashutosh i can imagine i can imagine so my question then is that i understand that a coach is very important for virtually everybody how does the coachy evaluate that i have a good coach so i think it's it's a very good question and i you know i uh, for me i can look at it in the in the context of uh, someone i think is a good coach and 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 you know i i don't know i tend to be a little more of mentor and you know uh, i have to really pull harder Uh, mm-hmm. because i do sometimes uh, get so uh, frustrated if someone's not seeing it you know that mm-hmm. i i actually start it it sort of uh, i have to really hold it inside of me mm-hmm. but a good coach has that level of mastery ashutosh mm-hmm. uh, who even if it becomes a situation where it it you can you can tell that the coachy is getting frustrated mm-hmm. is you know just has that therav has that staying power uh, to stay to sort of be there mm. very very un- uncomfortable you know, comfortable within that discomfort mm. and someone who can sort of continue to nudge mm. uh, like uh, david rock so beautifully says okay. the 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 dance of insight you know mm. to kind of keep going back mm. whether it's through reframing whether it is through uh, to kind of go through the motions uh, i am getting there i think i still have a long way to go okay. but for me uh, and i'll tell the viewers that a good coach is one who 
allow you uh, you know to to sort of be so interested in you mm-hmm. uh, that they are okay about those pushbacks they are okay about you being upset with them mm-hmm. uh, they are not in the business of being liked they are not in the business of being popular mm-hmm. and they have your interests at heart and and for me the best coach is uh, is 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 krishna because he he is mentor he is coach he is friend and at the end of it at the end of the 18th chapter he says look buddy i told you all that i had to tell now mm-hmm. it's up to you to make yeah. your decisions and yeah. i think as parents we could be more of that as partners we could be more of that yeah. so that's a fantastic example because i remember giving this example at a conference in the us and people were not able to relate with arjun and krishna you know but it's fantastic to hear this example from you so let me move on to a couple of more questions for you tell me you know with all the you know amazing things you are doing and such diverse things what are some of the core values you believe in <laughs> so for me a uh, very old fashioned uh, you know i'm i'm a uh, i'm a very hard working and a very uh, sincere person so mm-hmm. for me the sincerity of intent you know the effort one puts in uh you know the the commitment that one brings to the table mm-hmm. the dependability or the reliability mm-hmm. uh, the integrity uh, these are things that uh, i i think they are uh, almost our fa- family values i could mm-hmm. say uh, mm-hmm. taking responsibility uh, even at lumiere uh, you know we have uh, there are 13 guiding uh, values that we have but you know commitment to excellence now mm. why i say commitment to excellence is is really uh, there is a i believe unlock potential in all of us mm. and to arrive to unlock that uh, you know it's it's really about taking responsibility for walking a certain path you know mm. my mother would say and i still remember that lesson as on my 10th birthday in the morning hmm. my mother said you know whatever it is that you do and you see the dining table there for you to wipe that dining table do it so well that maybe there's there's nobody who can do it as well as you have wiped hmm. that dining table hmm. so somewhere that value was ingrained growing up ashutosh and it's helped me in very good stead in I'm fact sure. Uh, i'm sure i'm sure so let's move to one more question before i move to a few questions for you personally you know you said you worked for levers you've you know you're building your own organization what would you say is your leadership style you know it's it's today it's fashionable to say uh, you know servant leadership but i'm a very you know someone who who really likes to enable someone to do their best yeah so i'm not a micromanager i i like to teach i'm i'm i i like to teach i like to train uh, i think i come from that space of then guiding people to you know experiences or to books and then trusting them i i it's easy for me to trust ashutosh so you know and and i'm not i don't kind of get crazy about people making mistakes because i don't think if the intent was right mm. eventually if you're a coach you're not letting someone you know Definitely. drown you don't mind them getting some water in their nostrils and mm-hmm. up there you know coughing a bit it's okay but you know but you know i think so it's it's really come from that space and probably the genesis to that is because the cohort that i have served 
have been people who've been out of work for some time mm. there is they they might have been people who have pivoted their careers uh people who have been second guessing about their own capabilities mm. so the reassurance enabling and a little bit of that structural tension to say you know the deliverables have to be you know they have to go on time mm. to make sure there's backup so you know planning so the leadership style is enabling okay uh it's not directive mm-hmm. but there are certain very strong non negotiables around values right. which really make the culture code and then once you have that like the spinal cord or the vertebral column then you you know there are there will be times when there'll be a little flap here maybe but it'll it'll get into shape so mm-hmm. i think that's fascinating so i have time for a couple of questions for you which i call my questions for you personally So Deepa my first question is someone who's achieved so much you know traveled the world done amazing things what does success mean to Deepa So success for me uh like I said I evolved to arrive at this point of success sure. a couple some years ago maybe even 7 8 years ago I still might have had my reference points largely outside a lot more uh, you know into comparison or you know even getting uh comparison is is very uh, is 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 very uh how shall i say it it can befuddle you it's it's like a mirage i'm very clear now that my definition of success is being able to lead a very balanced you know outcomes whether in personal life in relationships in uh, uh, family having very good family relations uh, being able to raise kids who are responsible adults uh, who doing well in their own right mm-hmm. uh, being a sense of contentment and joy and, and and calm uh, peace a sense of great fulfillment mm-hmm. uh, and reassurance that what one is doing is the right thing and it's sort of more a lot more inner i think maybe the last 10 years a lot more inner not external validation and badges and medals so i think uh, it's it's all round uh, balanced development and growth and most importantly i think it's about other people around you uh, watching them grow and flourish for Very me right. that gives me maybe i'm also a gardener so i mm-hmm. just love things that that bloom and grow and you're not always doing stuff right you mm. often times uh, it's benign neglect and you think see things happening correct. around you correct well said and you know success keeps changing throughout our lives you know yeah so i agree so my last question to you now you know and you did meant speak about your dad and you wanted to write a book about him and you want to do such amazing things my question to you is where do you draw your inspiration from so this uh, will get uh, you know it is personal so mm-hmm. i still have come to that space uh, that you know man is valuable you know we we are uh, we are made in the image of what is perfect but uh, we are getting there and that's really the purpose of life uh, so my my inspiration really is god and guru okay. because and uh, the reason uh, god is uh, you know like someone said aap uh, and i i'm going to say this in hindi and mm-hmm. then i'll translate ki aap agar us pe doodh chadhao ya us pe gobhar gobhar lagao you know that that mm-hmm. uh, image is still smiling so that for is. me i think equanimity i value that a lot mm-hmm. being able to stay in that space of being equanimous uh, coming from not 
expecting, um, giving freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really love someone, you set them free. I really believe in giving a lot of freedom. And uh, for me, these are ideals. And I, I really draw inspiration from God and Guru uh, for that because uh, no, I think every human will fall short. Uh, Fantastic. Deepa, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. And I wish you lots of success in whatever you're doing. And I seriously hope I will see a book soon from Deepa Soman. Thank you again. Ashutosh, thank you. My privilege. I look forward to being in touch. Thank, thank you. you. So. And good luck. Have a very happy new year. And you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.